Hello and welcome to level 25 of Three Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. If you don't know by now, I'm your host Tom Knight. Welcome back. Now, if you listen to level 24 of Three Extra Lives, you will know that I hosted a giveaway for the game Cat Quest. That giveaway is still in progress, so get your entries over to at Three Extra Lives on Twitter. Get those cat pictures, those cat memes, anything cat related. Tweet it at me and you'll be entered into the Cat Quest Steam Key giveaway, which will be announced on level 26 of Three Extra Lives. That's next week. And thank you to all those who have entered so far. I'm looking forward to drawing the winner for that one. But anyway, without further ado, let's get going. So over the past week, I've been playing around with the new Steam Library update, which went live on September 17th for an opt-in beta. And I have mixed feelings about that with regards to functionality and how that works overall. There's some good things in there. There's some things that are gonna take a lot of getting used to because this is really the biggest UI overhaul the Steam Library has had for quite some time. But I'm not here to talk about the Steam library, but it did actually help me discover a game in my library that I didn't know I had, and I just stumbled across it while organizing my indie game titles. And this game is called Stories, The Path of Destinies. Now I can't remember when I got this or how I acquired this game, but it's in my library, and it's probably not alone when it comes to games that have been sitting in my library for a long time collecting that digital dust. They've been sitting there patiently waiting for their time to shine. I just checked out the store page for this game and I thought, you know what? This game looks really, really good. And even more awesomely, there's a remastered version of this game now, which runs on the Unreal Engine 4.18, which has enhanced graphics and better performance. So I'm jumping into this game in its prime, one might say. So Stories, The Path of Destinies, it's an action RPG, an enchanted storybook filled with madcap fantasy tales, each told by a zippy narrator attuned to the player's choices and actions. Now we've all played those choice matter, story narrative driven games, haven't we? Telltale Games has really changed the dynamic of that and actually it's great news that they could be making a comeback after their recent collapse. We've got the likes of Life is Strange. We've seen it in games in the past like Mass Effect where your choices matter. And this is another one of those games where your choices really do matter. Now on your first playthrough of Stories, The Path of Destinies, you're gonna play through the default storyline of this game where you'll still have choices. You'll still have two choices at the end of every chapter of where you wanna take that story. Now you play as Renardo, he's an ex-pirate. He's part of a rebellion against the Mad Emperor and his countless raven. And this is an, an animal kingdom where creatures talk and fight, where they come together and they team up to go on heroic adventures. Like I mentioned in the synopsis, there's a narrator as you play through this game. So as, as you're going through the levels, as you're fighting enemies, which the combat actually is really fun. There's attacking, there's blocking, and you level up, you acquire new abilities, you power those abilities up. There's also crafting of swords, which act as keys to certain doors in the game. And this becomes relevant when you replay through 
the story again because you can return to certain areas but you can explore it in a different way if you have a certain sword which represents a key there's gems that you can put into your gear to give you that edge so there's a real nice rpg feel to this game alone before you even jump into the story that's being told itself is really interesting and it's quite witty it's quite fun and there's some dark elements to the story as well which can really take you by surprise because the first time I played through this story, at the end of each chapter, you'll have a choice of the direction you want to take the story. Now, it seemed to be there was about 10 chapters through a playthrough, which took about two hours maximum, I would say. If you're exploring a little bit, you could probably do a playthrough of this game in about two hours. But the real interesting thing about this game is when you get to the end of that story, it remembers elements of the story. It creates something called truth so you learn something about somebody that you can potentially use in a groundhog day scenario when the story reboots itself but the next time you play the story you're gonna have more choices you're gonna have maybe three options that you're gonna be able to choose from and completely change the dynamic of the story from the get-go where you could be visiting completely new zones from the start you'll basically create a new story through every playthrough. It doesn't feel repetitive because the story is so different. There's different dialogue from the narrator. There's information that you know yourself personally, but the character doesn't know again because they are experiencing this story for the first time. And what approach are you gonna take next time to try and overthrow the Mad Emperor? And I'll just say this without giving away any spoilers. The story doesn't always end too well for you. So with that information in mind, you can really tailor your approaches when you play through the game again. I just was really pleasantly surprised by installing this game a bit on a whim, just saw it in my library. It looked really nice art style, it's hand-drawn illustrations, and there's a real colorful storybook aesthetic when you complete the levels. It almost takes like a freeze frame of your character in the level as it ends and it phases it into a storybook and flips over the pages and continues that story as you transition into a new level and like i said there's upgrades with regards to your character weaponry and overall this game is just a lot of fun and there's a lot of replayability with regards to the story and the narrative and unlocking all those various branches and trees of the story and finding an ending perhaps that suits you more than another one or maybe you just keep playing until you see all those endings doctor strange style which ending is the best maybe there is only one but i'm having a lot of fun in this game i'm going to be playing it more unlock different endings like i say a playthrough is only about two hours maximum so it's really nice that you can do that but then the story resets and you go again but you keep all the progress on your character and this game has been out since April 2016. It's developed by Spearhead Games. It's out on PlayStation 4, PC, obviously, that's where I'm playing it, and Xbox One. And I would say definitely check this out. It's a lot of fun. You will enjoy this game. Are looking for something with a bit of lightheartedness, but also this real darkness that, that's sitting there underneath. So that's Stories, The Path of Destinies. It's trivia time. So I was talking about stories, the path of destiny, stories. I mean, I could have gone anywhere, right? But this is the question I decided to go for. What year did Toy Story by Disney Interactive Studios for the Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, Game Boy, and Microsoft Windows first release? Was it 1995, 1996, or 1997?
answer is 1995. You got that one right. Give yourself an extra life. Now, over the past weekend, from September 27th, 2019 onwards, TwitchCon has been taking place. And I noticed a really interesting event that was taking place there. And it was a blood drive. Yeah, a blood drive. Now, this blood drive is being hosted by Bandi Namco in association with the American Red Cross to create a blood bank. Now, this is in regards to the release of a new Bandi Namco game called Code Vein. And what's happening at this event is everyone who registers to donate blood and then goes forth and donates blood for this great cause will receive a copy of Bandi Namco's new game, Code Vein, which is quite relevant because Code Vein is an action role-playing game which is set in a post-apocalyptic dystopian with a vampire theme. So they're really playing on the aspect of vampires and, and blood to push this blood drive, which I think, okay, you can look at it from the standpoint of this company's using a blood drive to promote their video game, but they're giving away a free copy of their game to everyone who donates blood. And I think it's a great bit of publicity for Namco, but it's also for a great cause to push these blood drives and also to generate awareness for donating blood because I'll be honest, I'm somebody who's never done it and even talking about it is starting to make me feel a bit weak, which is really lame. But you know what? After reading a bit more about this story and to reading into a bit more of the whole process of blood drives and the importance of giving blood and where that blood goes and the fact that every time you give blood it could save up to three lives is pretty incredible to just think about what that action actually entails. I would probably go out and say uh, if there was blood drive events being hosted nearby where I was getting a free video game each time I was giving blood, then you know what? That's a pretty good incentive maybe to get somebody who's feeling a bit reserved about doing it. It's okay to admit that something like that scares you, but you know what? It's kind of opened my eyes, even talking out loud on this podcast. And it sounds a bit, I'll just say it. It sounds pathetic, Tom, that you would not give blood if you have the chance to and even with or without a video game as a reward. Like I say, researching a bit more into the importance of giving blood and, and what's that used for. And it's always something that's needed. It's always an important commodity that's needed for hospitals. And it's never gonna be something that they don't need, that, that they're gonna have too much of because it's just always something that is needed. So if it's done anything this story, it's make me realize that perhaps I should, no, I will register to donate blood because there's no excuse video game reward or not there's no excuse for not doing it it's something that i've i've run scared from for too long and i will now be held accountable on this podcast to say that it's an active step i'm gonna do i'm going to i'm gonna register to become a blood donor because i saw this story because i saw this story from namco i'm not getting a free game from it but it brought awareness to me it made me think about the importance of doing that and I will say Namco with the assist on this one for me and I'll keep you updated about my blood drive progress and how many video games I acquire. So there we go. That's a, a revelation 
on three extra lives. I've gone ahead and said it out loud. There's no turning back. I'll be posting some proof about that so you can keep me accountable. And there's no running away now. Don't let me run away from this. Don't let me not do this. That's it. I've said it out loud. It's happening. And if you've never donated blood and you're able to, maybe it's something you should think about too. It's trivia time. So we're talking about giving blood and, and vampires. So it led me to this very, very difficult question. And it's a, what game am I? An interactive movie video game developed by Digital Pictures and originally released by Sega for the Sega CD in 1992, which features creatures known as Agars, vampiric beings that need blood to survive. The answer is Night Trap. Did you get that one right? If you did, you are smart. And give yourself an extra life. Finally, on three extra lives, I'm talking to you about the Adventure Pals. Now, I got this game through the August 2019 Humble Monthly, and boom, it's one of those games that I picked up through Humble Monthly, and I just didn't see it coming. I've been playing this game a lot over the last week, and I can't stop smiling. I can't stop smiling playing this game because it's magnificently charming and just does so many things that I'm trying to take it all in. So the Adventure Pals, it's an epic adventure platform fueled by imagination, friendship, and the dark side of hot dogs. Your dad has been dadnapped, and you, your pet rock, and your tongue helicoptering giraffe must fight your way through levels filled with platforming, bizarre enemies, and big bosses to save the world. Now I read that synopsis and I was like, WTF, I need to play this game right now. So I did. I mean, that is just, that synopsis sums up the craziness, the wackiness, the albeit quite strangeness of this game. But, but there's so many little threads to this game. And one of them is the story, which is about the evil Mr. B. Uh, he's kidnapping old people. He's turning them into hot dogs and you have to team up with your buddies, Mr. Rock and Sparkles the Giraffe. Now these work as elements to your character. So when you're jumping through levels, you can jump again to activate a floating mechanic, which is your giraffe spinning his tongue around, which helps you kind of float across areas. Think of it as like Princess Peach in Super Mario 2, when you could hover a little bit over gaps and such like. And you've got Mr. Rock who can help you out in combat. He might start attacking enemies at random that get close to you. And you level up in this game. There's lots of collectibles to find. You might look at this game and think, wow, there is some huge adventure time influence in this game. And it, the art style is very similar to that. Now, like I said, you level up in this game and something cool when you do is that You'll get choices of how to power up your character. There'll be these three cards that you can get to choose one of them. Maybe you give yourself this magnetic ability that when you kill an enemy, their XP instantly is drawn to you because it because when you kill enemies, it's like little sparkly balls that you have to collect yourself. Sometimes they might fall off an edge or something like that. You can 
select an ability that attracts at all to you, or maybe you power up your buddies. For example, Mr. Rock doesn't attack until you unlock an ability for him to do so. And there's just various other abilities as you level up. And when you level up, oh, it's so good because the screen flashes, your character thrusts his sword into the sky in almost an anime style, and you know you've done something good. And I mentioned collectibles too, so as you go through levels, there's various stages to each levels, and you're trying to get to the end of that as quick as possible because you'll be rated on your performance with regards to time, with regards to how many times you died. Along the way, like I mentioned, there is collectibles. One of those collectibles is cupcakes, which you'll collect for the cupcake cat. And once you've collected five of those, you can take them to the cupcake cat and you'll get cosmetic unlockables for your characters, for you, for your buddies, Mr. Rock, for Sparkles the Giraffe, and it's just a lot of fun collecting those and unlocking new appearances for your characters. So overall, there's five worlds in this game. They've each got their own unique characters. There's quests. You level up, like I said, improve your health, improve your damage, and the gameplay. It's the first world in this game. You'll notice it's, it's very friendly. To, to get into but as you venture into the next world which is more of a, a pirate themed you'll notice that this game really ramps up in challenging as you go there's not just platforming levels but there's these arenas on each world which is a series of encounters waves of enemies that you have to defeat without dying to beat those so that's a nice little change of pace from the platforming levels and if you don't want to go alone in this world there's a co-op mode too, but yes, if you have Humble Monthly, go check out this game. It's incredible. I really don't know. I really don't know how the developers came up with such a zany story. It's so bizarre, but it's so charming at the same time. It's weird. It'll make you laugh. It might make you cry. It will trigger all sorts of emotions that you don't know what you're feeling. And Combine that with a really solid platforming game with some fun and energized music to go along with that. You'll really have a blast game. It's just one of those games for me that's come along and I'm so glad it did. Like I say, I've been sitting playing this game with a grin on my face as I do. It's just made me like cry out with joy as I play this game at times because it just is so bizarre and warming at times that I'm just not really experienced a story quite like it and I think the game description on Steam the final summary of this game sums it up perfectly which is giraffe helicopter tongue that's the tagline that just rings so true in this game and is the perfect description for <laughs> for the adventure pals and this game came out in April 2018. It's developed by Massive Monster, published by Armor Games, and it's available on PlayStation 4, Windows PC, obviously. It's on Mac, and it's on Nintendo Switch. Oh my goodness. So uh, there's just lots of options if you want to check this game out. I would highly recommend it. It's super. It is brilliant. I'm having way too much fun exploring this crazy bizarre world where the main bad guy is kidnapping old people and turning them into hot dogs but you will play through those levels and you'll find those hot dog people and when you kill them you'll release the spirit of the old person trapped inside so very important mission right there 
So that is The Adventure Pals by Massive Monster. It's trivia time. So we were talking about The Adventure Pals. That made me think of video game friendship, which led me to this question. The series of action platformer and first-person shooter video games created and developed by Insomniac Games and published by Sony Computer Entertainment for PlayStation features main protagonist Ratchet and his mechanical companion known as whom? The answer is Clank. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of the show once more. How did you do on the trivia this week? As always, why not let me know over on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at 3 Lives. I always love to hear how you're doing on the trivia. Or if you have any feedback about the show, why not let me know over on social media? Or you can email the show at podcast at 3 Always open to receiving your feedback, my dear, dear listener. Once again, just a final reminder for the Cat Quest giveaway mentioned in level 24. Get those cat pics, cat memes, cat whatevers over to me on Twitter and you'll be entered in a giveaway which will be announced on level 26 of 3 Extra Lives for a copy of Cat Quest on PC. But yes, we have reached the end once again, my friend. Thank you very much for listening and I will see you all in level 26.